BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good now? No. <laughs> headphones I can't hear a word you're saying. My headphones aren't plugged in. Oh God. There you are. Oh man, I, I don't I do not uh envy you having the uh the portable setup and, and moving about and having to uh reconnect stuff all the time. As a matter of fact, I desperately need to remanage my cables just because of moving what little stuff around I do has messed things up and I'm just like, nah man. It's fine. <laughs> it's it's not go it's not going anywhere. <laughs> so whatever. Um <laughs> man, I I I'm worried about the future, Manny. I, I really am, because uh not a not a whole lot to to talk about. So it'll be interesting today on the Daily Cup of Genre. Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Genreverse uh YouTube channel and podcast network available on all your favorite podcast apps. Uh give us a follow on that if you're listening. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Hit the sub uh, hit the subscribe button if it's something you haven't done already and if you have thank you very much i'm kyle that's manny and uh yeah the 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 future is going to be interesting uh we we had a uh a business meeting yesterday uh the uh senior managers editors and all all of that for for uh lrm online and we were just discussing how uh information's going to eventually for the most part dry up uh and and covering uh this stuff is going to be uh different um and and i it, it made me think about the the 2007 2008 strike and and even though it was it was uh relatively short um the internet while big and huge wasn't what it is today and the and the entertainment uh reporting or blogging slash you know trades whatever whatever uh part of it you want to talk about it w- wasn't quite what it is today where you have as many uh niche markets uh people that really love LRM or they really love 
uh, something like uh, ComingSoon.net. Hmm. Uh, maybe they're maybe they're trades only, and it's it's Variety and and Hollywood Reporter or or nothing. But there there are so many things, and if you if you if you don't cover you know behind the scenes drama, uh, if you don't cover reality TV, I I can I can see where a lot of people are going to be hurting this time around, man. Especially if it goes it goes on uh, longer than the last one. Uh, how how are you? You're out there in California, man. You you how 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 are others feeling, and including including you about the about that aspect of it, the effect on entertainment uh, report like tangent. Uh, um, you know what I'm trying to say? How it how yeah. it affects like everything else in in entertainment, including re, uh, journalism. Well, it's interesting. I mean, like I some a lot some of these writers are are my friends, so. Uh, you know, I, I support the fact that they, they, all the work they put into, I've seen it, I've, I've heard about it. Um, so I'm, I'm 100% with them in, in the fact that they need to you know, protect their interests, their jobs, their livelihood, because uh, so many things, like you said, are changing. Uh, I speak with other um, pe- people that are their heads or other their websites that are senior editors that are um, that run sites also for entertainment and you know it's the same across the board you know everyone's kind of struggling to to find writers to find people that that are passionate the same way that a lot of you know really people have done it for a while are um because this is not a it's not a lucrative deal nobody's doing this as their as their life as their livelihood unless you're working not many not many yeah unless you're working for you know the, the the big big dogs and that mm-hmm. even then a lot of a lot of people in entertainment have that second job have a oh yeah have a and different they, one they freelance they might yeah. be on on one one outlet real well but they'll freelance for for others they'll take side gigs and yeah I, I do guest spots editorials and and whatnot yeah. I miss writing uh the only reason I don't do it more is the the toll it takes on on me um would would mean less video work and uh well we've got we, we've got a we've got a big need for video work so that's been my my focus mm-hmm. for a while so yeah and then the other thing is there's this really big misconception that you can go to a site just regardless of the numbers and that it's gonna pay very very well yeah um <laughs> it's and it's cute to to the, that people think that way uh, and, and I'm telling you this because I, I have one of my buddies from one of their sites who says people are coming from sites that are relatively small and asking for an, an insane amount of money to write. Mm-hmm. When most sites, you're you're lucky if if you're if you're getting a probation period mm-hmm. where where you get to really you know strut and show your stuff. I mean, hell, that's what that's what I did for the for the longest time. But mm-hmm. it's about getting. But it's no nobody wants to put in that that work that work. Uh, uh, to and. But I I also understand that some for some people you do need to make money. You need you need to you need to to, to survive. Uh, and and I get that. But um, it, it, you know what you're saying is things are always going to change because there was a, there was a time and a place when uh, the only place to to write for an entertainment company was through a magazine through, yeah. through a wizards a game informer a you know w- you know whatever they are in the past and the internet came along empire and it, and it op- entertainment yeah. weekly 
and it opened it up for everyone. Um, and, but the problem is, is that now, with, especially with the addition of later of social media, mm -hmm. you can post anything. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, and I, while I applauded James Gunn for shutting rumors down, he also realized that by acknowledging the trolls and the the, the clickbaiters, he's also kind of giving them a platform. Mm -hmm. um where you can check boxes of what what isn't real mm -hmm. um and so him saying you know he's not gonna he's not gonna worry about them anymore really really shows that you know you know it, it's just it just it just bothers me that you you can there, there's a couple sites that do it that'll take fan art and then in their title they will put oh yeah yeah you yeah. know that you know see john, this. john krasinski looks stunning in fantastic four art work yeah. or no or they, or they won't even put the <laughs> they won't even put the fan the fan yeah. thing on yeah. it they just they put they'll the put that in there. the article not yeah. on the the front page and 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 picture and then everyone's like oh krasinski's the the uh that must mean he's yeah but then again look look i'm i'm a i'm a huge believer in individual responsibility up to a certain point for the most part we have become so lazy myself included from time to time although i i actively try to make sure i don't do this of going by thumbnail and headline only no one clicks on the links to verify what's going on anymore and if you take the thumbnail and image as a uh gospel truth that is on you that's on you for not not clicking the link and seeing now i hate clickbait i do uh and i mean like overt clickbait like that not not putting a a a, a little uh exaggeration in your uh say reaction thumbnail you know that i get but the the krasinski looks stunning as as new uh reed richards that type of crap pisses pisses me off, but it's st still up to the end user, you, uh, to click on the link or to uh, know enough about the internet to know that it's likely uh, bullshit. The problem is, is, is just too many people are so used to that that retweet or or share button, mm -hmm. and that's as far as it as far as it goes, and that creates a whole other. Uh, issue. I do think it is it is uh, interesting, like you said about about gun and and rumors, because that's that is uh, uh, one thing that uh, is going to really really hurt here uh, if the writer's strike goes on longer. Is that that leak stuff? One, I think you'll see a big uh, push of leaks that people were sitting on and holding out on, but as those those dry up. Um, what else is, what else is, is there for, for that particular, uh, group of entertainment? <sighs> I don't want to say reporters or, or journalism, but, uh, but that, that part of, of the entertainment, uh, reporting sphere, the leakers, the scoopers, if, and when that, that dries up, like what, where do they go? What do they do? Like, that's the problem with, with like drama tubers and stuff, man, is, Sometimes it all dries up. Then, then what? You're left going back to the to the uh, uh, to the well, and it and it's uh, I don't know, man. It's it's weird. Like I said, I've think about this, Manny. 
you and I, we existed before the internet was a daily thing yeah. in people's lives, right? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we lived in the 1900s. <laughs> we we came up and we saw it. We saw it go from uh, paying by the minute for, for AOL to, you know, the first cable broadband modems and satellite and DSL and, and all of that. Uh, all the way up to today, fiber optic internet, uh, uh, your cell phone, the whole nine. As as much as as the internet is in our lives today, there's a lot of things you and I experienced where the internet wasn't that big of a deal, not yet. And so some of these things are are really these things that we're going through that are kind of cyclic in in human nature. Mm-hmm. It's different now because we can all point a camera at it and share it, and it's all in our faces a hell of a lot more than the 7 p.m. news. You know. Yep. No, it, it's you're you're right. I, I I used to I remember, um, I think my parents have it somewhere, but I remember getting like Empire magazine that had a CD on it with trailers. Mm-hmm. Oh um, wow! Uh, that's that's way back in the day because I still I know that somewhere I still have the copy of the removed Spider-Man trailer mm-hmm. where he catches a helicopter in between in the, the twin towers. towers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and so the the only way you got to really see trailers was either on tv uh during during television shows or you went the to the theater. movies yeah <laughs> and that's how you learned about people, movies people went to the theater to see the the phantom menace trailer and then would walk out of the movie after yeah. seeing the trailer that would that would be a <laughs> Uh, not that, that it was thing. bad. They just went to just just see the the Phantom Menace trailer. That was the whole point of the of the trip, you know. Yeah, crazy. Uh, and and so when it, when it comes to those people who write who write those kinds of stories uh, and and leak that kind of information, I'm I'm not a fan of of leaking information. Uh, uh, we we we've we've had a few. We, I'm, we I'm, called I'm, some stuff. No, no, we're... I'm I'm not saying that we don't do it. I'm yeah. saying I'm personally I'm not that big of a fan of it. I understand I understand it, but I you know I just the 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 kind of it's just that not the kind of writer I am. It kind of depends on on what it is for me. For example, we've done a really good job of trying to avoid anything that is major story story spoilers. We we might report yeah, yeah, on uh-huh. it, but we don't necessarily leak that type of stuff. We've been more of like a a casting and character type uh uh scoops that we've gotten um which yeah some people might have been upset that they heard cad bane was going to be in uh book of boba fett instead of seeing it revealed in the show but that's not the same as you know the people that put the entire plot of quantum mania on the internet mm-hmm. months <laughs> before its release and it was spot on <laughs> yeah so I think for me it is that it uh, it ruins that experience of mm. of enjoying oh yeah something uh, and and so th- that's I think that's where I, that, that's where that's where I come from with it just because <clears throat> it, it, there's just well, with the internet with all with so many sites there's this desperation of of wanting to be relevant and mm-hmm. and the only way to be relevant is to um, post something that somebody leaked on reddit or you actually know somebody um yeah. and 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 it's cat and like it kind of ruined things for everyone uh it can and, and 
and it undermines a larger group of journalists who work very hard to uh, make relationships with with studios, with publicists, with, with with the people putting this together, who are privileged to information and kind of follow the rules of embargoes and things of that of that sort, because they serve a purpose. In the in the end, they serve a purpose of for allowing the general audience to experience something, whether it's a reveal, uh, the plot, uh, uh, the pacing, uh, a moment, and and it's up to it's up to them to decide how much really they want to the reveal ahead of time a perfect a, a perfect bad example uh when for whatever reason uh batman v superman decided that they but they didn't they right didn't in. yeah they didn't have enough with the fact that they had a batman <laughs> wonder woman superman movie they also had a reveal doomsday why not just make it a surprise um that that would have been that would have been a cool surprise um but it was up to them. That was their choice. Um, and because and sometimes things get leaked. Um, sometimes it's even end credit scenes and things like that that are that is, is just frustrating because you you want to be surprised. You want to you want to enjoy it. I'm not that I'm not that giant of a fan of Fast X, but it was still a cool end credit scene that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so um, that, you know, it's it, that that I think that's where it comes from. But yeah, no. Some sometimes, yeah, no. It's like, you know, revealing who, knowing who Thrawn is, does not change anything. Yeah, knowing uh, Lars Mikkelsen was was gonna play play him doesn't change things. Yeah, like I said, it it all kind of just de- it all kind of depends. I don't like story spoilers. Yeah, no. I don't yeah. like I don't like the reveal of a of a um of a uh, character that's gonna be like super pivotal cameos and stuff i i really don't care especially if that's all it is is a is a cameo like learning about the doc strange stuff i was like okay these are all just cameos so i really didn't care so much like whatever but i also know a lot of people do care and it sucks to what's what sucks again that that whole end user thing right here's where it kind of bleeds into the the um uh i i don't know quite how to phase it but but uh i don't like it when people post spoilers without some sort of cover or spoiler warning when you post a image from a movie or an event or something like that on your front twitter page or or facebook page or whatever it is and you don't make any attempt like that that type of overt yeah. spoiling I, is what I is what I hate. Um, the internet's changed a, a lot of things, man. You used to have to really dig dig deep for spoilers. You had to go to the forums or to chat rooms and and search through them. You know, it wasn't it wasn't so easy to to be uh, to be spoiled. Um, but nowadays, that's yeah, that's now, what upsets now me you more have, than now. You have to put mute buttons and filters to yeah, so you don't get spoiled. You know, you know, the internet changed everything, man. Uh, the internet changed conventions. Nice little segue here. Yeah. Uh, internet has changed conventions, especially during the during the uh, uh, pandemic. We saw things like fandom and and uh, 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 Disney Plus Day became a big thing in 2019. Of course, uh, when they when they did that, but they did it again in 20 and 21. Um, 
the the convention season is coming up. Uh, some conventions already happening in in July. You've got uh, 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 Anime Expo San Diego. Is San Diego July this year or is it August? No, it's in July. Third it's week in, in July. July. Um, uh, and then, of course, there, there's going to be L.A. Comic Con, New York Comic Con later in 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 October. Uh, point point being is it's it's uh, it's convention season and sideshow collectibles is dipping out of San Diego in favor of a sideshow con uh, uh, digital virtual yeah. uh, uh, convention of sorts where you can go and look at all their their stuff kind of how you can do on their freaking store page now. But, uh, um, yeah, they, they basically said, Hey, you know, you can, uh, uh, it's getting expensive to do this stuff. And, uh, here we can show you guys things the way we want to. You can look at them all you want. You don't have to worry about the the crowds. And in my mind, I'm like, mother butters. I, I want to look at it in yeah. the crowds. I want to see it in person. I want to. I, I don't care about they talk about how they can control lighting and, and make things. I don't want to see how it looks in your perfect situation. I want to see how it looks in in my in my imperfect lighting. You know, that's going to be in my in my my room. Um, I, I don't I don't know, man. I don't I don't like. I don't like the way this is going. Do you? <laughs> no, actually, one of my favorite things to do at a convention, uh, especially when it wants some kind of done with with all of my responsibilities um so usually like on a sunday is to go through the sideshow booths and mm-hmm. um because it's a large space and, and really just soak in the statues mm-hmm. and and uh like i just don't have room for any right now really uh but you know one day i'm gonna i'm gonna need that piece and and it'll never do it justice virtually never no, ever but to see to see that dark side, for example, or that Thanos, that uh, to that kind of minor, that Joker statue, there's, is, you know, it's in person. It's seeing how tall it is, seeing the details of the painting and the sculpture itself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing like it, and and to and to say that, you know, you're, you're virtually you're gonna get the same thing. I, I think is uh, I, I think it's doing a disservice, but. What do I know? Warner Brothers skips out now on, on doing Comic Con, and so does so does um, Marvel. So does a lot of people, and we'll see how they are with San Diego this year. Well, you know, they're both both big companies are still cutting cutting stuff left yeah. and right. So I, I don't know. Um, maybe because Max is new, they they're going to. Um, they're gonna showcase it maybe a little bit, but if WonderCon was any preview of what's to come, it's gonna be bad. Because well, look at oh, go keep going. Sorry. Um, because I mean, WonderCon's it used to be that their their flagship piece was whatever that DC movie was gonna be for the, mm-hmm. for, the for the you know whether it was Shazam, Wonder Woman, um, that that was their centerpiece. That was their kind of their their theme for for the event um this past year it was it was the it, um i can't even remember the name of the movie knights of zen or something like that uh, knights of the zodiac knights of the zodiac thank you um, yeah it's a saint saint say a uh, uh, live action adaptation yeah so 
I mean, whatever. Like, um, so, well, like, what do you, what, who's coming to Comic Con? <laughs> Especially with the fact that now, or that, <laughs> with, with, with no writers and, and really just a lot of things being a mess, who's really coming to Comic Con? Because why would you? Um, and, and I mean, honestly, the peak of Comic Con was, I I believe, 2018, uh, 2019. I I I won't give it that because Warner Brothers already had Mega Booth, and and they had already completely dismantled their, um, their uh their DC Comics booth, mm. uh, and then they just had the big Warner Brothers booth. Uh, I don't know. It's See, just... I think, I think based on what I've seen, because the last san diego i did was 2009 i did eight and nine uh brian did eight nine and ten uh or eight nine and eleven something like that there's there, there's like three or four four of them real real close together and it really does feel like eight and nine were kind of like the 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 peak years for it it was before it was when uh you still had the marvel comics and the movies were you know being like we saw the iron man 2 trailer there uh dc still had their their huge booth warner brothers had their own booth down the down the way it was like um the first years uh like the first year twilight (laughs) was a thing at at san diego comic-con so it was like before before it all started going downhill where all the 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 hipsters and yuppies or whatever derogatory term for young people you want to use started invading it with with stupid stuff i don't know man uh i i know that that the not just the pandemic because these were things going on before the pandemic you look at uh playstation state of play nintendo uh direct um things like that all all of the 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 gaming studios the game console Mm -hmm. companies they killed e3 Yep. You know, with this with this digital stuff. And don't get me wrong, guys. I understand. Look, the business guy can completely understands. Why share the limelight? Why pay the money? Why? Because you got to think, just like uh, Sideshow said, everything's more expensive. So it's more expensive to get lodging for your, for your team that's going to be on site. It's more expensive to hire the help to move the stuff from mm-hmm. warehouse or storage to the to the facility to uh, put up your, your booth people to run your your booth people to take it all down pack it back like i get it it's it's uh it's expensive and doing it digitally again saves you a shit ton of money and you don't have to share the limelight but man are they not just driving people further and further into isolation and and uh less less um direct interaction with with people and less outdoor time even though you're going to be indoors at a at a convention you're out of your own house like that's the key thing is is being out of your out of your out of your house um and and interacting with people and again this is this is me looking at super super big picture but i just i see so many bad things wrapped into this you know this 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 digital trend, and not just on the personal. I'd rather see it and and be uh, be there and and whatnot, but bigger sociological, societal issues 
uh, stemming from this. And and it's multi-layered, man. Because like I said, I, I get it. It's it's expensive. But then when you think about it, Manny, think about all the jobs that 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 are lost. All of the local jobs that are lost when a convention doesn't happen. All of the tourists that bring money into an, an area. See, guys, it's it's all so freaking connected. You don't even get it. The writer's strike, the slowdown on on productions and stuff, that's not just affecting Hollywood. There there are filming locations all over the world, all over the uh, uh, U.S. and Canada uh, especially, that depend on these television seasons to come through and film every every year. Now they're going to be delayed, mm. might be shortened, might not might not even happen, and that that can make a huge dent in in local economies. N not everything's filmed in Atlanta, like oh, it is. Yeah. It's it's mm. it's crazy how we're we're all we're, and we're we're talking entertainment, Manny. <laughs> And we're all reliant on it in in many ways. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, industries have they have jobs, they have things to do. If it wasn't such a money maker, we wouldn't they wouldn't do it. Uh, and in order to make money, you got to spend money, and you got to to spend money. There's different resources that you need. You need caterers, you need uh, lighting crews, you need effects crews, you you need people planning things, you need publicists. You I mean, there's just it's not it's not just lights camera action there's there's a whole oh, hell you need hr <laughs> and, and, and all kinds of and especially kinds today of <laughs> you really yeah. you really need um, some hr <laughs> yeah so you know but um but if there's something we got to do is it's always adapt we got it we got to change with the times because if you if you decide to you want to be uh you want to stand your ground and continue to try to pound that the old ways is the only ways that it is you're gonna get left behind so it's 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 always important to 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 recognize that things change uh times change uh, ways of doing things change and um we we all have the ability to to also make make changes and to keep up uh because that's the that's the only way we're gonna do it if you were yeah. just doing scoops for a while, you're going to have to think about probably finding a niche in some editorial way that you've that um, something that you enjoy, some original content as far as far as um, something you enjoy. Go maybe maybe you want to go look at I don't know a, a, a TV series, or maybe you want to start writing your own thing. Uh, you you want to go back and see what the worst commercials you know throughout the year i don't know just there's ideas out there it's just the effort that you want to put into it um that's and that's how you really survive i mean i didn't Love I had, commercials i didn't start um i didn't start interviewing celebrities i i started by uh, writing about the comics that i liked and the mm -hmm. tv shows that i enjoy that i was enjoying watching at that moment and then I just evolved as the as the opportunities came came around. And if I didn't, if I just stuck to what I liked, I think this is something that um, some people have trouble with. If uh, if you just stick to what you what you like and comfortable with, that's fine. But you're never gonna get. You're never gonna. You're never gonna grow. Grow because um, you'll be stagnant. Exactly. 
Uh, there's there's a couple of people on on um, on like uh, on uh, influencers that that I that I follow, um, and they started off really kind of with their with just superheroes and kind of being fans, and man, have they expanded, mm-hmm. and and it's good to see that, and and it's great to see them grow because you you can see the effort, you can see the fact that they're not happy with just covering spider-man batman they they mm-hmm. they've expanded to different kinds of films different kinds of tv shows in order to build those relationships if you're just a fan of one thing and that's all you want to cover that's fine but your opportunities are limited expand your horizons think outside the box and get out there and make a name for yourself and my first my first uh uh, three articles for LRM online. It's been almost five years. August 13th was my first article. And I wrote about uh, Chris Hemsworth and Chris Pine walking away from Star Trek four talks. Uh, I then also published a uh, article about the uh, Nintendo switch online service. And then the next day, uh, Netflix and Mark uh, Millar's announcement of uh, the uh, Millar world. Or Miller World, or however you want to pronounce it, uh, that was it. Those those were my first three, almost almost five years ago, and they're on wildly different things. Um, yeah, man, it's it's. <sighs> whoops, um, it is. I'm glad that looks all weird. <laughs> Accidentally, not nothing special. It was just the bet the back end, and people would have seen all of my old articles, but it was like super zoomed in, so it looked weird. Um, no, it's, it's, uh, yeah, expanding horizons, trying something new. I, I tried writing just because like the, I, I liked LRM online. Like I liked the website. I liked some of the writers, uh, um, and I saw the, the call for writing and Hey, by the way, guys, if you want to write for LRM online, uh, drop us a line, uh, you can DM Mm -hmm. DM us via Twitter. Uh, you see those on on screen in the description box below, or email uh, Michael at lrmonline.com or uh, Kyle M at lrmonline.com or Emmanuel at lrmonline.com, and we'll we'll uh, talk to you guys here's, uh, about here, here's it. Here's what yeah. I'll say. Yeah, here's what I'll say about it, and and it and it's kind of why I am a testament and why I can speak on it to say that it is what you make it. Mm-hmm. I was I was blogging on Tumblr way back when, and that's actually where Michael kind of introduced himself and, and, and gave me the opportunity for a bigger Ooh, platform with Tumblr. LRM. Yeah, way back. I was talking about the Flash. I was talking about comic books. <laughs> I was I was I was honestly doing it for myself. To this day, mm-hmm. I still do. Um, but yeah, this is, this isn't paying us much, guys, at yeah. all. Like, <laughs> I get I get paid in in likes and and good feels. You would. You would um, <laughs> and hate clicks (laughs) uh i'm not trying to put anyone's business out there but gig and nancy who do an amazing job for us they have jobs yeah they they work really hard outside of manny's got a real manny's got a real job (laughs) yeah he works really hard um so uh what what i was what i was going to say is uh so when i started writing i I was and i i always try i I was always looking for what the, the what's next and to learn and to grow uh, and eventually it, it just led to, to more opportunities and then continuing to grow on them to being patient and just continuing to do what you love. Uh, whether it was um, working with Jammer 
uh, and, and writing articles for the site, whether it was comic book reviews, whether it was the comic source podcast every week. Uh, and then finally interviews. I mean, Zoom interviews every day. I mean, five or six, seven, eight, nine a week junkets and and sitting there for hours and and you know just just grinding along and during the pandemic we had to obviously pivot and it was virtual everything was virtual no yeah. conventions um because uh jason and i even before lrm we we worked the conventions mm-hmm. all across the, uh, the the west coast and and it was um and it was fun we enjoyed it um one of my fi- favorite stories with jace is when rebirth launched we didn't we didn't have an in yet with um a strong relationship with dc comics but uh at that WonderCon, they they announced the entire lineup of of what was to come at re at uh, for rebirth and jay sat jay stood at the dc booth and all day just waited for people to drop so that he can get in and and get an interview and fill in and fill in and fill in yeah and then now now it's to the point these days where he's like well we'll figure out a time to get you in he does he gets everybody in but but uh people are asking him to be on the show not the other yeah. way around uh and that's always great to see and for me just uh i i, I was i was always terrible at english and, and I honestly to this day i don't know why, why i'm a writer but i am <laughs> uh and it and it opened doors and now i i run my own newscast every day uh, for for one of our local stations so all this to kind of advertise and do a testimonial for lrm online <laughs> that uh it, if you want it can take you places it can it's, it's all up to you and how much effort you want to put into it it's, and and i'm sorry to say this but it it ain't always about the money it's no about the opportunity. opportunities <laughs> that's that's that old adage that uh my my parents try to put in into my brain or add it uh, anyways of doing the the hard work that you don't want to do so you can get to the work you do want to do like being willing to when you're when you're hard up for money sure taking this job isn't necessarily uh what you were hoping for but it's paying now and it gives you experience and it doesn't leave a hole of of time on your resume where people are like, well, what were you doing for four months? You know, <laughs> especially in a time when and, and this is some life advice, ladies and gentlemen, in an age where help wanted signs are everywhere. Employers don't want to see a blank space. Yeah. In your history, in your work history right now, because <laughs> their their opinion is going to be. Well, if they needed a job, why weren't they, you know, and that's if you don't, if you have a legit, you were sick, ill, hurt, whatever, got it. But they're going to wonder why you weren't working when so many places are looking for work. Uh, So, yeah, guys, uh, put in put in the effort. And again, that's not to anyone that that is disabled, sick, extenuating circumstances, taking care of elderly or or other other disabled people or, or whatnot um but yeah just some life advice anyways yeah, just do what you just do what you can i mean there was a there was a point in my life uh not so long ago when i was taking my i was giving my daughter food to eat and i and i really didn't have anything yeah i, I didn't have a car i didn't have i had a place to live and everything i'm at I, I paid my internet and things like that in order to continue writing and such uh but 
you, you know, I did what I, I did with what I what I had, and eventually, eventually, it paid off. If you, if you there's a ton of stories like that. I mean, with with oh, successful、yeah. people, where it's like, yeah, I was living out of、uh, um, my car. I was. Or I was still,、uh, you know, doing this and that, but it's it's you're gonna you're gonna eventually be able to to pick the fruit from all that labor you did. Oh yeah, and, and it'll it'll come around. And it、it'll、all begins、around. with、uh, being a writer for L- with LRM online. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, Seriously, guys, if you are interested, do do、uh, contact us,、uh, DM via Twitter, emails. Uh, anything like that? Um, yeah, man. I guess、uh, I guess we can stop bullshitting. I think I think we filled some some time quotas. <laughs> no, it was a really <laughs> good conversation. Like,、uh, it's all important stuff. I I actually really en- enjoy conversations like、uh, like today.、Um, uh, they remind me of like the、uh, the longer form podcasts that you get, where it's it's not always about news. You know?、Uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, it's it's crazy how connected、uh, everything really is to the inter- entertainment industry and how reliant、uh, everyone is not just not just to be entertained, but your your very livelihood can be connected to uh, uh, the entertainment industry. Uh, uh, whether you're in a community where they film, or you're a、uh, blogger, or or even a, a trade. Editor, so yeah,、uh, lrmonline.com. You guys know the website. If you are interested in writing, we told you how to get in touch with us.、Uh, just say interested in writing for LRM Online on on the uh, uh, subject line,、uh, the Genreverse YouTube channel, anime reactions and reviews, Star Wars, Marvel, DC, uh, uh, anything and everything you can imagine.、Uh, look for Breaking Geek Radio's The Little Mermaid.、Um, Review this week、uh, Friday, and of course、uh, available on all your favorite podcast apps like、uh, Spotify, which I had forgotten to、uh, load up Apple, Amazon, and more.、Uh, anything else for the good people, Danny?、Uh, no, just、uh, check out my Little Mermaid review. It's on our website right now. I'll have more on the movie as the week progresses. That's out on Friday, and then、um, yeah, that's about it. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're. I was like, yeah, we're. We're. We're doing. We're making a commercial today. <laughs> oh my god! You gotta tell Shocky you're welcome. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit Parker.com/purpose. Parker, engineering your success.